millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code gold to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future go to noblegoldinvestments.com now noblegoldinvestments.com this performance may not be indicative of future results investing in precious metals including gold involves risks consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision rpn is not responsible for the views actions statements or opinions of its guests advertisers or even its viewers The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. And of course, welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. I know that I am. Lisa just got back from UPS, picked up my mail grab. I've got some thank yous I want to give at the outset of the show. Also had a, a comment in the chat, something about... Vladimir Putin setting his sights on Alaska. We're going to talk about that real quick. Get that out of the way, because I don't think we have anything to worry about. We are also going to dive into the massive updates in the scandal of Fannie Willis and her boy toy, Saul Goodman wannabe Nathan Wade. Of course, the people of Fulton County, Georgia, deserve the fullest transparency and exposure of corruption. And we would be remiss if we didn't round out the show by also talking about President Trump's wide open road back to the White House for this November 2024. There has been a lot of speculation recently about who could President Trump be choosing for his vice presidential pick. I believe I know the answer to that now after a hint that was given by Sebastian Gorka earlier today. And, of course, we have many more subjects to go over. So please do me a favor, hit the like button, hit the red pill, tap the screen, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, because we're going to be right back after this. So if you stop and think about it, the people who sent their New Year's resolutions around health and beauty are really the ones that are helping collagen supplements to grow in popularity. You see, this supplement has been trending a lot recently because people are just looking for ways naturally to improve their skin, their nails, their hair, and their joint health. Now, as an example, if you press or pinch a baby's cheeks, they're going to bounce right back because of the collagen that's present. And conversely, large pores and wrinkles all begin to appear as we age because we are losing collagen. 
collagen. Now, the only supplement I recommend and use is this amazing magical supplement because it reduces the visible signs of aging. It reduces wrinkles and it promotes a youthful complexion for your skin. Just one scoop a day provides five critically important types of collagen that your skin needs to perform and look its best. Plus, there are no artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And you can get it right now for a whopping 53% off for this New Year's special. Plus, you're going to get free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, a free ebook entitled The 14 Foods for Amazing Skin, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and also free shipping. So order now before this offer ends by going to healthwithredpill.com. Once again, that's healthwithredpill.com. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you had a great weekend. We sure did here. I got a lot done in the bathroom and the closet. Almost done. And uh, I have a couple of people in the audience that I will be reaching out to this week. Uh, and uh, you know who you are. Make sure that you are ready for my email or my call because I'm definitely going to be reaching out. So, First of all, I want to say thank you to Fredo Awakening for sending me this Trump 2024 visor slash Trump wig. <laughs> it is a hat, but it is Trump's hair coming out of the top of it. This is, I suppose, what he would wear at the golf course. Uh, gotta say, this is really awesome. Thank you very much for that, Fredo. Really appreciate it. Uh, thank you, everybody who is here. If you are just joining us, please do me a favor, hit the like button or hit the red pill, uh, share the show. It would really mean a lot, and it does a lot to help the channel not only gain new subscribers, but get more eyes on the truth. And, of course, show people that this is a program worth watching because we're dedicated to exposing the greed, corruption and general criminality of the elite and whoever is an enemy of the American people. And we also need to say thank you very much uh, to Love Litters. Love Litters is actually a sponsor over at Badlands, but they sent Lisa and I a big box of their special wood based litter, which we're going to try out for Smokey. And then I'll probably end up talking about it more on Badlands. But I want to give them a special thank you. Um, also, it was so heavy. When uh, when we first got it from the mailbox, I was like, what, did somebody send us a set of encyclopedias or something? I couldn't believe how heavy it was. But uh, it looks like it's going to work really, 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 really well. Also, number one Indiana dad, he sent a whole bunch of stuff. Let me get this over here. So first of all, we got a uh, one of those official commemorative gold Trump coins. We also have an official Trump organization $1,000 bill. This actually says it's 24 karat gold. I, I don't know how accurate that is, but if it is 24 karat gold, that's pretty cool because it's basically like a Trump gold back. So thank you very much for that, number one Indiana dad. Also, he sent me some really cool books. Look at this. The American Patriot's Handbook. This is from, I don't even know when. It's extremely old. Uh, it's a Roman numerals, so I'm not even going to try to decode that. I would need to look that up. But here, so the year... Gosh, okay. So it has the American Creed in it, which I don't even know that I've ever heard. I believe in the United States of America as a government of the people, by the people, for the people whose just powers are derived from the consent of the governed, a democracy in a republic, a sovereign nation of many sovereign states, a perfect union, one and inseparable, established upon those principles of freedom, equality, justice, and humanity for which American patriots sacrificed their lives and fortunes. I therefore believe it is my duty to my country to 
love it, to support its constitution, to obey its laws, to respect its flags, and to defend it against all enemies. I 100% concur with that. I've heard that sentiment before, but I did not know that it was specifically the Americans' creed. So that is super, super cool. There was a date in here, 1918. Obviously, they're not teaching this stuff in schools nowadays, guys. Uh, also, we have another one from the American Patriot series called The Flag of Our United States. And this one appears to be just as old. This is by Colonel James A. Moss, late President General of the United States Flag Association. And uh, this one also is in Roman numerals. But how cool is this? It's a little history of the United States flag. Uh, and uh, it's very cool. Looks like it is the perfect size to uh, to show to kids. I don't know how detailed the information is, but it looks to be pretty in-depth. And then also, number one, Indiana Dad sent me a copy of Corrupt by Dick Morris. Dick Morris, of course, famous for recently appearing on Newsmax. And a guy in his underwear came walking through his kitchen. Uh, and I guess Dick's wife a couple of years ago had a catastrophic stroke. So that gentleman is supposed to be her caretaker. I don't know what he was doing walking around in his boxer shorts. That seems just a tad familiar. But from what I understand, Dick is a uh, loving family man. That is going to be a good book, though, and I look forward to reading it. Dick, uh, all kidding aside, uh, Dick is uh, is famous in modern American politics. He was at, at one time affiliated with the Clintons and then made the decision that they were totally corrupt and they had to be beat. And so he uh, switched his allegiances uh, and came over to the side of uh, of good and away from evil. So thank you so much for that, uh, uh, number one Indiana dad. I'm sure you're out there, and if you're watching this later, just know that I appreciate it. I appreciate everything you guys send me. I also need to say thank you to Lewis. Lewis, uh, for your monthly donation. Thank you so much, Lewis. Uh, and then also, Proud Patriots in Michigan. Check this out, guys. All right, so first of all, we have the uh, Trump elf on a shelf. Right there, it's no longer Christmas, but hey, this is still going to be uh, uh, in my Christmas goodie bag for next year. They're also the creators of the Trumpinator bobblehead, which I have back here. And they sent a Trumpinator Christmas ornament. That's great. That's going to go on the tree. And then they have another bobblehead, the limited edition 45th President Trump bobblehead with President Trump hugging the flag because he loves our beautiful American flag. So thank you very, very much for that. Appreciate that, guys. And I think that that is it. Yep, that's it. Thank you. I appreciate all the stuff, guys. All right. And um, uh, Trisha, I was just telling Lisa, we've got to get that sticker out in the mail. And uh, there's only a handful of them left. So if you're one of the people who wants to put a Red Pill 78 sticker that was actually made for me by our one and only Vector 117, our Australian correspondent, there's only three stickers left. One of them's going to Trisha. The other two, in order to receive them, you have to send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. Uh, and if you want to include a letter to say something, then I would appreciate that because I'll, uh, I'll, I'll I love getting letters. And as soon as I get it, I will put it in the mail and it will be sent out to you. And then you can display it on your car or someplace else conspicuous. If you do display it on your car, then take a picture and send it off to me and try to let people know that Red Pill 78 on Rumble, rumble.com forward slash Red Pill 78, home of Red Pill News and Zach Payne, the uh, owner operator of the channel, is a great place to spend your Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern. So let us get into... 
Today's first story. Now, this, in my opinion, is a bit of alarmist drivel. This is coming from Newsweek, so you can uh, immediately understand that there is an agenda at play. Uh, as I said in uh, in 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 Gart at Gart three. Uh, in the Irvine, California, recently. Anytime I see a story, uh, I ask the question, who is it that is actually giving the information? Well, Newsweek. Okay. So what is it they're trying to communicate? <clears throat> they're trying to communicate that they believe that America is under threat of Vladimir Putin. Now, what do they have to gain by delivering this information in the way that they are? Well, They have everything to gain because if they freak you out to the point where you believe that America needs to go to war with Russia, well, then we may not even be looking at having an election come November. How else are they going to successfully scare the American people into believing that we need to give up more of our freedoms, more of our liberties? They can do it by threatening us with World War Three, and they've already tried with Ukraine. It didn't work out. Russia is going to own end up owning half of Ukraine at the end of the day. Uh, and it has not worked out in Israel and the Middle East. Uh, certainly, there is going to be a conclusion to that whole fracas, that, that mess over there. But I don't think it's going to go the way that the deep state wants it to. First of all, to anyone who has lost their lives either in Ukraine, Russia, or in Gaza, Israel, the Middle East, uh, any of those people, uh, I, I, I will be praying for them as I have been. Nobody deserves to die because these globalist leaders want to control you and want to decide your fate and the fate of your children. Make no mistake, that's exactly what's happening. Now, every couple of years, there seems to be this kind of uh, beating of the drums by the deep state where they remind us that Alaska used to be owned by Russia and that allegedly Vladimir Putin desires to once again own Alaska. Well, that real estate transaction went through quite a long time ago. Russia willingly sold Alaska. It's not like the United States went in and and conquered Alaska, stole it from the Russians. But They claim that there has been a new decree related to Moscow's historic real estate holdings abroad, which is, in their minds, a view uh, designed by ultra-nationalist bloggers as a foundation for future revankism against Russian neighbors and even the United States. Uh, I'm not familiar with these blog posts that are going up. I can tell you that recently a Russian blogger was just murdered in an assassination attack, and, and a young woman is on uh, on trial for that currently in Russia. She's facing 28 years in prison. I don't know why she's not facing life in prison, because she murdered a man. But this decree was signed by Vladimir Putin last week, and it allocates funds for the search, registration, and legal protection of Russian property abroad. That includes property in the former territories of the Russian Empire and the Soviet Union. So this is going to be properties in Europe and in Asia, uh, places where the Soviet Union previously had spread, uh, and perhaps where Russia still actually has ownership stake in some of those various locations. That's certainly is not the case here in Alaska in the United States of America. But they claim that this would include Alaska. That also includes swaths of Eastern and Central Europe, large chunks of Central Asia and parts of Scandinavia. And Newsweek also goes on to say that Russia's foreign ministry and its presidential administration's foreign property management enterprise are directed to carry out the work ordered to find, register and protect property in question. So again, this would be property that 
that perhaps Russia owned at one time in the past, or they still do. Maybe there is a, a heritage related to Russian sites that are in these locations. Uh, I do not think that this means that Russia is going to be invading Alaska. And the only reason that I can see that Newsweek would be reporting something like that is to try to make you afraid that Russia is going to come in and invade. And if that happens, well, then maybe Joe Biden would end up just suspending the election altogether. He would remain president. The deep state would go ahead and just take over. I don't think that that is a likely scenario. But as I've said on so many occasions, 2024 is about to be lit. And I don't trust them to not do anything. I think that every single thing is on the table. And it's just a matter of whether or not the good guys behind the scenes are going to be able to stop them from doing it. I have all the faith in the world that they will. All right. So the U.S. acquired Alaska legitimately, unlike how they acquired Hawaii. You're absolutely right, Spike. The acquiring of Alaska was a legal purchase. The acquiring of Hawaii uh, was out and out theft. And uh, that was a really disgusting situation. Uh, and when you understand how the United States came into possession of Hawaii, it's no wonder that the Hawaiian Islanders, the native Hawaiians that live there, hate the Americans. They absolutely hate them with a passion. So there is a lot of animosity there, and I don't think that it's misplaced at all. Uh, so before we get into the Fannie Willis news, I just wanted to um, bring you an update on that story we spoke about last week about the Navy SEALs that allegedly went missing in uh, in, in, in waters in uh, the Arabian Sea. Um so they have been officially declared deceased. Um, this has been a 10-day search, uh, and, you know, obviously, I think many people probably figured if they hadn't been found relatively quickly, quickly the likelihood that uh, they they were most likely dead and, and, and perhaps missing in action forever uh, was going to be likely. Uh, but even if they had not survived the initial fall into the sea, uh, of course, the United States government and the Navy, they're going to want to recover those bodies. They're not going to want to just leave those guys floating around out there. That is tremendously disrespectful. So on top of declaring these guys to have been lost and now deceased, they have actually identified uh, the two brave seals who are being declared dead. Uh, so first of all, we have Navy Special Warfare Operator First Class Christopher J. Chambers. He's 37. And then Navy Special Warfare Operator Second Class Nathan Gage Ingram, 27. Both have been declared dead as of Sunday. That is uh, 10 days into the search to discover their bodies. Jim Kyle says, I saw your show with Ivan uh, about the outcome he predicts. It's scary as hell. I want to be very clear about Ivan's prediction. Um, in the same way that I just said everything's on the table, um, Ivan is suggesting possible outcomes that may arise. It doesn't mean that Ivan believes that's going to be the most likely outcome. And as I said uh, in that show, you know, I truly do believe in the concept of naming and shaming. There is uh, significant operational security at play here, both on, you know, the, the, the good guy side, the white hats, and then, of course, the deep state. Uh, the less we know about the potential plans these people may have for us, for President Trump, the more likely it is that they would be able to successfully carry those plans out. So the very fact of identifying what may or may not happen 
it removes a significant amount of operational security for those operations if they may be going on. We take the power from them if they know we are expecting these things may be a possibility. And of course, by, by putting it out there, you know, Ivan being uh, uh, an analyst, somebody who figures out the worst possible scenarios so that we can make a plan for it before it arrives. I truly do believe that President Trump has the same type of people, uh, the exact same sort of people that are working to ensure that he remains safe. Uh, Andre 2121 says the way Hawaii has been dealt with is absolutely criminal, even to this day with the Maui fires and the missing children and people so sad. Yes, it absolutely is. And I'm still trying to work on getting Hawaii real estate to come on the show. I will be giving him another call tomorrow. There's a difficulty because there are quite a few hours uh, either behind or ahead. I'm not exactly sure, but there is a time difference. Uh, so the last time I called him was on the weekend. I'm going to try to call him during business hours this time. Now, I've seen a fair amount of skepticism regarding this story about the missing SEALs because obviously SEALs are trained uh, to operate in the harshest of conditions. But I'm not going to pretend to know what this area is like. I mean, in terms of how dangerous it is or, you know, what's going on. I mean, we if they were like fully decked out in in like, you know, bulletproof vests and and they had like all of their gear on and were they prepared to go in the water? Were they were they wearing wetsuits? I mean, there's so many variables at play here. So uh, I understand people's hesitancy to accept the uh, official narrative. But what I can say is that in speaking with my friend who recently separated from the Navy SEALs, um, he seems to think that this is something that could actually happen. Um, and so. Uh, he, if I get any more information from him, I will be able to bring it to you guys because he's actually speaking with people in the know who are directly involved with the situation. So as soon as I can, I will get as much information as possible and bring it to you guys here. But in the meantime, just pray for these gentlemen, pray for their families. Um, and uh, coming from uh, the Navy itself. Chris and Gage selflessly serve their country with unwavering professionalism and exceptional capabilities. This loss is devastating for NSW, our families, and special operations community across the nation. Uh, so this investigation is still ongoing. They, they don't really know exactly what happened. But the mission itself did conclude successfully after the remaining operators that were positioned in the Gulf of Aden seized the Iranian weapons that they were headed in there to, to go ahead and get at the beginning. Uh, they were on their way to uh, to meet with Houthi, Houthi rebels in Yemen. And so they basically stopped those weapons from getting to them. In the meantime, there's also been uh, continued missile strikes, which have been uh, coming at U.S. forces in that region, and uh, apparently uh, there was a very, very tragic missile strike that uh, was a direct hit, and a number of uh, U.S. military personnel are are now dealing with traumatic brain injuries as a result. You know, TBI is something that until very recently was, you know, only marginally understood. Uh, It's something that you see in uh, professional sports figures, uh, certainly in, uh, you know, people in the armed forces. I mean, it's a lot more common nowadays because, We've gotten so much better at protecting our men and women in uniform. But at the same time that, you know, a bomb blast may not kill someone, it's still going to rock their bell pretty hard. Uh, and so that's how you get the, the TBIs. So uh, obviously, 
you guys know how I feel about war. Uh, I, I feel like the military and uh, the, uh, the the men and women who serve in it are a necessary, necessary feature of uh, any successful nation or, or in our case, a republic. But uh, I think that military force should be the absolute last possible thing that you should go to. And it should not be used in the way that it has been used by the United States government. Uh, this, what they were doing in the, in the Gulf of Aden, totally legit because our men and women were in danger and we face continued attacks at the hands of the Houthis. So, uh, just hopefully everybody is, uh, is going to be okay from here on out. I just, I hate having to report on people dying. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision.
Creighton says traumatic brain injury. It's something you see in presidents these days. Yes, it certainly is. I saw a hilarious meme. Um, what was it? It was like, uh, people in their seventies and eighties in America are thought to be too feeble or infirmed to work uh, an everyday job. However, the same group of people are largely running the United States government. How does that make sense? How does that make sense? I'd like to get my hands on that. All right, so this is an incredible video which came out of the World Economic Forum meetings, and I I got it over the weekend. There was really no opportune time for me to play it, but I have some uh, updated reporting on the reaction to Javier Millier's uh, speech, which was given at the outset of the the, the meeting in Davos. So uh, this right here uh, is a, a gentleman, much like Javier Millier, much like President Trump, who went to Davos not to lick the boots of the Nazi overlords of the New World Order, but instead to let them know what the people of this world are thinking. And I had to make sure that you saw it. So let's go ahead and take a listen. And I'm probably going to have to refresh. Hold on just a second. or anyone would describe Davos as protecting liberal democracy. It's equally, standing up for it. It's, it's, it's equally laughable to use the word dictatorship at Davos and, and aim that at President Trump. In fact, I think that's absurd. But I'm going to step aside from that constructive criticism and instead answer your question. Yep. And, and I'm going to be substantive here. President Trump, if he's the next president, for that matter, I think whoever the next conservative president is going to take on the power of the elites, which I mentioned earlier, but there, the, the thing that I want to drive home here, the very reason that I'm here at Davos, is to explain to many people in this room and who are watching, with all due respect, nothing personal, but that you're part of the problem. Political elites tell the average people on three or four or five issues that the reality is X, when in fact reality is Y. Take immigration. Elites tell us that open borders and even illegal immigration are okay. The average person tells us in the United States that both rob them of the American way of life. They're right. President Trump will take that on on behalf of the average American. Elites also tell us that public safety isn't a problem in big American cities. Just travel to New York or Washington or Dallas, Texas. The average person will tell you that the lack of public safety damages not just the American way of life, but their life. President Trump will take that on. Thirdly, I guess the favorite at the World Economic Forum is climate change. Elites tell us that we we have this existential crisis with so-called climate change, so much so that climate alarmism is probably the greatest cause for mental health crisis in the world. The solutions, the average person know, based on climate change, are far worse and more harmful and cost more human lives, especially in Europe during the time that you need heating, than do the problem and the problems themselves. Fourth, two more here, Robin. The fourth, China. The number one adversary, not just to the United States, but to free people on planet Earth. Not only do we at at Davos not say that, we give the Chinese Communist Party a platform. Count on President Trump ending that nonsense. And fifth, as we sit here, another supranational organization, the World Health Organization, is discussing foisting gender ideology upon the global south. These are practices that are under review, if not being rejected, by countries in northern Europe. The new president, 
especially if it's President Trump, will, as you like to say, trust the science. He will understand the basic biological reality of manhood and womanhood. And do you know why? Not because of retribution, not because he's a dictator, but because he has the power of the American people behind him. And it's connected to Senator Portman's excellent point that in addition to needing a vigorous executive, we look forward to having the popular will inform both the House and Senate in 2025 to pass laws on all of those issues and many others. Ultimately, Robin, I think President Trump, if in fact he wins a second term, is going to be inspired by the wise words of Javier Millet. <laughs> who said that he was in power not to guide sheep, but to awaken lions. That's what the average American and the average free person on planet Earth wants out of leaders. Kevin Roberts, okay, he is the head of the Heritage Foundation. He took them to task in the same way that Javier Millier did, in the same way that President Trump did several years back. Kevin Roberts as the head of the Heritage Foundation, is also heading up uh, an initiative that I spoke about here on the channel a number of times, Project 2025. This is the effort to vet and staff President Trump's next incoming administration. So ever since President Trump left Washington, D.C. in 2021, they have been going through the arduous process of putting together the best possible list of candidates for every single position that President Trump is going to need to fill. There's going to be a tremendous uh, turnover on the day that President Trump waltzes back into Washington, D.C. And that resistance that we saw throughout President Trump's first term in office is not going to exist when he comes back in 2025. Kevin Roberts is based. I love this guy. And I have to say, this has probably been the best Davos that I've ever witnessed in terms of people actually showing up to stand up to these globalist lizard people and let them know exactly what the people of the world want. Now, other people are also noticing, and The Telegraph has written a uh, brilliant article supporting Javier Millier and his own tongue-lashing of the World Economic Forum. Uh, now, I thought this was a wonderful speech. I know we didn't listen to the whole thing on the channel. I hope you guys actually took the time to go ahead and watch it. It's about 25 minutes. If you haven't, I, I shared it on Twitter when they released it. But he made no attempts to kowtow uh, or to bootlick uh, for the World Economic Forum. He told them exactly what was wrong in the same way Kevin Roberts just did. They are the problems. They meet at these elite meetings once a year. They talk about what the world needs to do and how they need to be the custodians of progressive values and change. And the prescription is inevitably Worse than the cure every single time. They may say they want to save the world. They want to save democracy. They want to save the environment, but they don't want to save anything. They want to rule. They want a, a global caste system which places you at the very bottom of that pyramid and places them at the tippy tippy top. I'm not willing to allow that, and the people of this world have caught on. They, you, we, us are not willing to allow it. And the World Economic Forum knows this all too well. 
Now, here's something interesting that was just reported. Apparently, during Javier Millet's speech to the World Economic Forum, where he placed the blame of socialism and the collapsing of not only Argentina, but the world at the feet of the elites in Davos, well, it sparked a little bit of discomfort in Klaus Schwab, the leader of the World Economic Forum. Allegedly, he got up and walked out of the room during that speech. When Javier Millier took the stage, I was hoping and praying that it was going to be just as much of a fiery speech as we've seen him give in the lead-up to taking the office of the presidency in Argentina. And as a libertarian... He delivered on that promise. It was a blistering critique of socialism and a fervent endorsement of capitalism, free market economics, and, of course, the very center of his own policies. This was a speech that basically bitch slapped the entirety of the world's most influential and economic political figures. Now, Klaus Schwab introduced him, and he was sitting right there on stage. I noticed they never went back to Klaus Schwab, uh, but... In the midst of that speech where the 53-year-old president uh, essentially gave it to the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab did not like it and he left. He opened with, I am here today to tell you that the West is in danger, which it is. And it is a danger because those who are supposed to defend the values of the West have been co-opted by a vision of the world that inexorably leads to socialism and consequently to poverty. That's why the world is worse off today than it's ever been at any time in history. We may have phones, we may have technology, we may have computers, and now we've got artificial intelligence. We've got the ability to feed the world. We've got the ability to employ the world. We've got the ability to house the world. And yet, for some reason, the only people who have everything they need are the elites of the World Economic Forum themselves. He lambasted them for abandoning the principles of freedom and succumbing to various forms of collectivism, including state interventionism, radical feminism, abortion, social justice movements, and, of course, one of their favorites, population control. The leaders of the Western world have abandoned the model of freedom for different versions of what we call collectivism. Collectivist experiments are never the solution to problems that afflict the citizens of the world. Rather, they are the root cause. Pause. I really wish that we could get some footage of Klaus Schwab standing up and walking out because that, my friends, would have been glorious to witness. Uh, we currently have about 2,700 people here over on Rumble. If you guys wouldn't mind, please hit the like button. I would sincerely appreciate it. I want to say thank you also to my fam over on the Foxhole at Pill.net. Thank you to Two in the Pink who says, hey, Zach. Netfolks1, thank you for the can. Sean Joe, thank you very much for the cookie. I sincerely appreciate it. Uh, and also, we got some people chatting over there on Getter. Thanks for being over there. I really appreciate it. Uh, now, uh, coming from the reporting on Davos as well, uh, we had an interesting appearance by a woman named Emma Tucker. Emma Tucker, who apparently was lamenting the fact that the World Economic Forum and the gatekeepers of the elites in the New World Order have begun to lost the po- have begun to lose rather the power that they had kept a stranglehold on for so long because they are no longer controlling the narrative. The people of planet Earth are controlling the narrative. Information 
information flows faster than the speed of light. The speed of thought is what we're talking about here. Now, who is Emma Tucker? Well, she is the chief editor at the Wall Street Journal. She's very upset that no one trusts the legacy media anymore. So she traveled all the way to Switzerland to complain and commiserate along with her New World Order friends in the World Economic Forum about the lack of trust that people have in the Western mainstream media. Well, I can tell you, Emma, why that would be. It's because you're a bunch of liars. It's because you're a bunch of propagandists. It's because the mainstream media outlets of the world are staffed and filled with members of the intelligence community, whether it's the Central Intelligence Agency or there are inserts from the Mossad or any other number of global intelligence agencies. She said on stage, if you go back really not that long ago, As I say, we owned the news. We were the gatekeepers, and we were very much owned the facts as well. If I said it in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, then that was a fact. Well, nowadays, people can go to all sorts of different sources for the news, and they're much more questioning about what we're saying. Although Emma believes this is not a good thing, certainly it isn't for her own uh, economic security and her job security, it's a good thing for the people of the world because it means that we're not just accepting the propaganda that's being shoved down our throats. We're asking questions. We are the news now, not you, Emma. So it's no longer good enough for us just to say this is what happened or this is the news we have to explain, almost like explain our working. So readers expect to understand how we source our stories. <laughs> that sounds like a positive thing. But of course, that means that people like Emma and her employees at the Wall Street Urinal have to work that much harder. They want to know how we go about getting stories. Hmm, is, is it blackmail? Uh, is it a tip off from your friends at the CIA? Uh, are you actually going and researching a news story that you're breaking for your readers? Or is it just that somebody is sending you a fax at four in the morning and tells you this is what's going to be the important topics of the day? Are you getting calls from the Biden White House? Uh, is Corrine Jean-Pierre ringing up your personal bat phone and letting you know when it's time to drop the latest bit of Internet drivel about President Trump, about how he's going to be a dictator, he's going to take over? the country and he's going to send all of your compatriots to Guantanamo Bay. I certainly hope that's what happens. But she continues, we have to sort of lift the bonnet, as it were, and in a way that newspapers aren't used to doing and explain to people what we're doing, we need to be much more transparent about how we go about collecting the news. Well, that's, again, a very good thing. However, I don't think it's possible for the Wall Street Journal and Emma Tucker to be able to lift that proverbial bonnet and let you guys in on exactly how they're getting their stories, because it would mean that they would have to give up their intelligence community source. It means that they would have to expose the fact that this is a giant rat's nest of propaganda that is being pushed out from a central source, quite often straight out of Langley or out of Washington, D.C. But we'll always give you the sources. You can always research all of this yourself, and I encourage every single one of you to do so. I don't trust the Wall Street Journal. And I certainly don't trust anyone associated with the Biden regime. Jim Kyle says, uh, get this 
a being built Aldi's store that could open tomorrow but can't because they can't find a step-up transformer 70 weeks out. And what would happen if we had had a disaster? We're screwed. Yes, that is actually a very, very true statement. So I'll tell you what, guys. Remember, we have a sponsor on this program, EMP Shield. Uh, Let me get that link to you. I don't talk about this enough, but this is an excellent time to mention it. Uh, EMP Shield, where the heck is it? Uh, I have one of these for the entire house. Here we go. EMPShield.com forward slash RP78. And when you use code RP78, you get 50% off. You can get an EMP shield, which would shield your home uh, from being catastrophically damaged in the event that there was an attack from like an EMP or something like that. But it'll also help out if you if your house is struck by lightning or anything of that nature. But yeah, it's true. Our electrical infrastructure and our power grid has essentially been unupgraded uh, in the last hundred years. What's interesting is that I just saw a piece that Tucker did on this with uh, Dennis Quaid. Uh, Inner Space was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. If you guys haven't seen it, you should watch it. Um, but Dennis Quaid was trying to raise awareness about this. Uh, over a century ago, there was uh, something called the Carrington event. It was a solar flare that hit the Earth, and it basically burned up all of the telegraph wires everywhere, uh, and they had to rebuild. Uh, the likelihood of another Carrington event happening is a foregone conclusion. It's it's going to happen, all right? And when it happens, you, your cars aren't going to work because most likely they have computers in them. Certainly they have plenty of electronics. This is why I have an older car just in case something happens. Uh, many of your electronics in your home are also not going to work. Uh, the transformers themselves are going to blow up. If there is a Carrington event, when there is a Carrington event, you're also not going to be able to get fresh water from your city, from your township. You're going to have to have the ability to make your own water. Now, I've thought about all of this, and this is specifically why I have all of the sponsors that I do for the show. So I might as well just tell you guys about these right now since we're on the subject. Uh, let me, of course, it doesn't work, but... Uh, in addition to protecting your electronics, you also are going to need to create your own fresh water. And that fresh water is very, very easy to produce and uh, to clean if you have your own chlorine dioxide water purification kits. Chlorine dioxide is not bleach. It's a novel chemical compound that works to destroy and kill pathogens, viruses, a whole bunch of nasties, creepy crawlies. If for some reason you can't get clean water, you can get rainwater, you can get pond water, and you can clean it using chlorine dioxide. So you have to go to onenessdrops.com forward slash redpill78. Is it it forward slash redpill78 or is it just onenessdrops.com? Uh, I've got that over here in the uh, description. It's just onenessdrops.com, but you use code RP78 to get 15% off. Uh, and uh, besides having the ability to protect your electronics, make your own power, uh, although a lot of people frown on it because it's just not easily ad- adaptable for a wide uh, uh, application. Solar is great. If you have sun, you're going to get power. You just have a couple of car batteries and you can charge them up and then you can go ahead and use that power to do whatever it is you need to do. 
of course, uh, Mike Lindell's MyPillow, MyPillow.com. When you use code RP78, you can save up to 80% off of his amazing products. Uh, this is uh, not a survival thing, but obviously, Mike Lindell being a sponsor of the program, you're going to be supporting election integrity, which we're also talking about today. Uh, and then, of course, you're also going to be supporting Mike because he serves uh, an American market by producing products here in America, designing them here in America, uh, and all of it. Mike Lindell, great guy. Thank you so much. Uh, obviously, they have everything you need to sleep. They have everything you need to be comfortable, stay clean. Uh, certainly is something that I recommend. But most importantly, the ability to feed yourself and your family if something does go wrong. My Patriot Supply, go to preparewithredpill78.com. Right now, you've got uh, $200 off an emergency supply of food when you go through my special link there. Uh, this is uh, something that is imperative because if there's no power, uh, if there is no uh, central authority to deliver groceries, uh, all that stuff is going to be gone uh, very, very quickly. And if you're not growing your own food at home, or if you live in a climate where you can't grow your own food, you need to have extra food on hand so that you guys can continue to take care of yourself and your family. So now that I've gotten that out of the way, let me get back into the latest news about Fannie Willis and her boy toy, Nathan Wade. Uh, Lieutenant Cooker says, hi, Zach. Thanks, brother, for all you do for this country. 07, thank you so much. I appreciate you, my friend. Uh, Vector also says, thanks for a great show, Zach. Also, I enjoyed the Lauren Fix interview. I, I had so much fun talking to Lauren, and I don't know if you were here when I said this uh, this weekend, Vector, but Lauren is going to be coming back uh, the second week of March, and uh, I said she'll, uh, she will unofficially be the official Red Pill 78 automotive correspondent. Uh, I like Lauren. She's great. And uh, she's actually going to be down this way at the beginning of March. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to see her in person, but I know she's coming down here for an auto show. That might be fun for me to go to because I like cars. Anyways, taking a drink as quietly as possible. So, Nathan Wade's estranged wife has has gone nuclear. This broke over the weekend. Again, was not able to get to it. She has produced receipts. She's got bank statements. You know what they say? Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. And D.A. Fanny Willis has scorned the soon-to-be ex-wife of Nathan Wade. Her name is Jocelyn Wade. So, as we have said on a number of occasions, the improprieties at play here in the relationship between Nathan Wade and Fanny Willis and their handling of the RICO case against President Trump and his alleged co-conspirators, really co-defendants, this threatens to put the whole case on ice. As previously reported, this improper relationship between Nathan Wade and Fannie Willis has been reported, but until this point, it's been unsubstantiated. As I have lamented on a number of occasions, we didn't have a statement from Jocelyn Wade, but, well, that has changed over the weekend. Uh, there appears to be a number of pieces of evidence in the form of uh, motions that have been filed in the divorce proceedings. There was actually a court hearing related to all of these records from the divorce proceedings, and we will talk about that in a moment. However, uh, last week, with the assertion that this relationship was happening, I knew it was only a matter of time before Jocelyn Wade or her lawyer or somebody else involved with this case was willing to step forward. Uh, we do now also have a subpoena that was delivered to Fannie Willis because she's going to be asked to testify uh, in Jocelyn Wade's divorce proceedings with Nathan Wade. So, on Friday... 
The legal counsel for the soon-to-be ex-wife, Jocelyn Wade, filed a response to Fannie Willis's request for a protective order. Uh, and then Jocelyn Wade brought the receipts for that motion. The arguments asserted by Miss Willis are disingenuous, specious, and her claimed basis for same fails as a matter of law. I would assume that Fannie Willis attempting to gain a protective order against Jocelyn Wade uh, is her response to the claims that are being made against her. If she can spin it in the national media that it's actually Jocelyn Wade who is somehow in the wrong, then perhaps she can get Newsweek and CNN and MSNBC on her side to lie to the American people because we know that's what they do best. So uh, continuing Upon information and belief, Miss Willis has information and knowledge directly relevant to alleged conduct of the plaintiff that would be considered by the court also equitable division as to equitable division of the marital estate, dissipation of marital assets, and spousal support. You better believe Jocelyn is going for the bank. Furthermore, Miss Willis's implied threat to pursue charges against defendant and her counsel based on inconvenient facts from her personal life that are directly relevant to the ongoing divorce proceedings in the above styled action is an affront is an affront to the integrity of her office. Fannie Willis is as corrupt as they come and it does not matter to her that she would potentially legally ruin an innocent woman, a woman whose husband she stole, a woman who was cheated on by the very man that Fannie Willis hired to butter her biscuits in Fulton County. If non-party Miss Willis seeks protection, it appears that the one she needs protection from is herself. Because it's Fannie Willis who's in the wrong here. So we have screenshots of Nathan Wade's Capital One credit card statements, which were provided by Jocelyn Wade in the court filings. And let's go ahead and take a look at them. These prove that Nathan Wade bought Fannie Willis, well, spent money on Fannie Willis by buying her flowers, paying for hotels, air travel, a cruise, and Ubers. God, what a dummy. Take a look here. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Nathan Wade buying multiple tickets on Delta Airlines. Here he is uh, paying for Ubers. He went to Target, Uber Eats. He had a little bedtime snack delivered, it would appear. Oh, it's, oh Rum Runners, Freeport. He spent 200 bucks on booze for him and Fanny. Island Jeep and car rental. Oh, yeah. That's, that's uh, down in the islands right there in Freeport. Ah, he bought uh, Norwegian Sky tickets. Looks like he also spent nearly $400 on Comcast cable. What kind of a moron is paying for cable nowadays? Uber, Macy's, Kroger. Mm, that Macy's, that was definitely uh, something for Miss Fanny. Yeah, it looks like all of these dates and locations line up with Fanny Willis's movements at the exact same time. So... Clearly, Fannie Willis, by filing a protective order, is just trying to stay as far away from Jocelyn Wade as she can. Now, it also was revealed that Fannie Willis not only 
allowed Nathan Wade to butter her biscuits, but she also handed lucrative contracts to his legal partner. I've also heard tell from legal experts in the field that there's absolutely no reason a district attorney should be hiring outside counsel to do any sort of work at all. That's why they have a staff. That's why they have lawyers already working for them in the district attorney's office. So she hired her lover's lawyer and partner to work for her office at a rate of $150 an hour. This is coming from additional documents which were acquired by the Daily Caller News Foundation. This, again, is an arrangement that raises the eyebrows among legal experts who are questioning why exactly would Fannie Willis be spending public funds in this way? Well, if you realize that uh, she is not only having sex with one partner from this law firm, but hiring the other, maybe to keep him quiet, maybe because she's, I don't know, maybe he He's not the only one buttering her biscuits. I don't know. But his name is Christopher Campbell. He's half of Wade and Campbell. He has received $126,070 since the district attorney's office since 2021. This is uh, filed in court records. Now, Willis hired Campbell to provide services as a taint attorney. I'm assuming that's an official title. But of course, given the fact that we're talking about a sexual affair, taint attorney seems to have a bit of a taint on it. Reviewing privileged evidence between January 2021 uh, until now at a rate of $150 an hour. Now, taint attorneys are not just a funny name, especially in the context of a sexual affair, but they help sift through files that have been obtained from a search warrant to filter out evidence that would be covered by things like attorney-client privilege and prevent them from being passed on to prosecutors. Now, Willis's appointed Campbell's partner, Nathan Wade, in November of 2021 to serve as the special prosecutor against President Trump, despite him being her boyfriend and still being married until the day after he was appointed. So uh, this looks like it's getting worse. Uh, we also have a comment from John Malcolm, who happens to be vice president of the Heritage Foundation's Institute for Constitutional Government. So he would know Kevin Roberts, who we spoke about at the beginning of the show. Uh, he was also former deputy assistant attorney general for the Department of Justice's criminal division. Now, he told the Daily Caller that payments to Campbell could pose additional problems for Fannie Willis if his work as a taint attorney was for the Trump case. Ah, yes, it's not just the issue about Wade being her paramour and the issue of kickbacks, but she's also got the funds by misleading Fulton County commissioners about what those funds were being used for. And in addition, she is clearly working to enrich her boyfriend's firm. Now, Again, Willis had hired three different outside attorneys to work on this case. We had Wayne, John Floyd, and Anna Cross. Willis claimed she paid all of the attorneys the exact same fee, the exact same hourly rate across the entire board. However, we have public records, Fannie Willis. We have public records which show that that is not the case. You were paying Floyd, who is the foremost expert on RICO cases in the state of Georgia. He wrote the book on it, literally. You paid him an hourly weight, an hourly rate less than your boyfriend, Nathan Wade. You also paid the other woman a lower hourly rate as well. It would be even better 
if she paid the woman less than she paid both of the men, I, I would honestly just melt if I saw that. But Willis contracted Anna Cross. Uh, she's a prosecutor with 20 years of experience uh, who had represented Georgia in multiple high-profile homicide cases to work at a rate of $250 an hour. But Wade's contract began on November 1st, 2021. Billing statements show that he also received $250 an hour for his work as a special prosecutor. That's $100 more than his partner, Mr. Campbell. Wade received nearly $654,000 up to this point. I probably uh, am going to need to update that figure in the coming days as undoubtedly uh, he was spending time with Fannie Willis and more than likely needing to bill additional hours. But we also have Wade and Campbell's former law partner, Terry Bradley. He'd also been paid $74,480 by the district attorney's office since 2021. So now we have three attorneys all directly connected with each other, all directly connected to the district attorney, Fannie Willis, and under a separate contract spanning from March of 2021 to April of 2021, this guy Campbell was also hired to provide services as a first appearance attorney at an hourly rate of $65 an hour. This is a job to represent the district attorney's office at a defendant's first appearance hearing, which is held before a judge within 72 hours of arrest to consider the issue of bond and notify the defendant of any charges. Now, uh, this is where the uh, expert in the field comes in, an Atlanta-based criminal defense attorney and legal analyst Philip Holloway said this is a mystery in and of itself. I have no clue why any DA's office needs to pay a private lawyer to handle first appearance calendars. Any assistant DA could easily do that. They're already on the payroll, and it's most simple of all tasks that you would see coming in there. So this clearly appears to be yet another conflict of interest that makes Fannie Willis and her entire stinking legal team there in the office of the district attorney for Fulton County appear to be corrupt to the bone. Now, speaking of corruption, Fannie Willis has a long history of speaking out against corruption. She actually was caught on video saying that to date subordinates and uh, and 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 get involved in sexual misconduct lawsuits. That's something that she would never do. However, that's exactly what she's done. And I guarantee you that when things don't work out with Nathan Wade, Nathan is going to have one hell of a case. I hope that he sues her on top of taking all that money from the people of Fulton County so that Fannie Willis is on the hook for even more of her sins. Let's take a listen. Here is Fannie Willis discussing how you should not sleep with the people who work for you. Um, it is saddening to me if young women felt like they came to work and they were one, even judged for being a woman, but two, if certainly they felt uncomfortable within the workplace. Mm -hmm. So Um, sad. That will not be something that is allowed on my watch. Um, supervisors under my leadership that are not encouraging and building up my staff will not be supervisors long in my administration. And um, I certainly will not be choosing people to date that work under me. Let let me just say that. Um, You know, we are at a place in society. Oops. I think that's going to come back to haunt you in the end, Fanny where things happen in people's relationships, husband and wife, sometimes there are outside relationships. I don't think that that's what the community is concerned about, although there, you know, there might be a, a moral breaking in that. Ah, I, you hear that? Oh, man, there's definitely a moral breaking in what she's done. She broke up a marriage, then she hired her boyfriend, paid him more than anybody else, 
also hired his partner and his former partner rather than, I don't know, hiring a community member or perhaps an up-and-coming lawyer who just graduated from law school. I I I thought we were supposed to be giving the community a leg up, Fanny. No, talk about saddening. This is saddening. This is despicable. You are filthy, Fanny Willis. What citizens are really, really concerned about is if you chose to have inappropriate contact with employees. I mean, there's nothing that I can say on it other than it is distracting. Um, it is certainly inappropriate for the number one law enforcement officer in this state. Hell yeah. Um, and it just, it, it really, really saddens me. And it will be very unfortunate if the taxpayers of this community have to pay for any of those lawsuits. Exactly. Oh, that's bad. That's so bad. Well, I hope the, I hope the people of Fulton County are, are watching. I certainly hope that they're paying attention. I, I mentioned last week. If, if you guys live in Fulton County, please, Fulton County residents, reach out to me. I want to know what you think about this case. So, after the release of those receipts by the soon-to-be ex-wife of Nathan Wade, Fannie Willis, of course, had to speak out. She is now accusing Jocelyn Wade of interfering with the very case that she hired her soon-to-be ex-husband for. Too Big for Bikes says gravity is the attraction that a larger object imposes on a smaller object. I can prove gravity doesn't exist. I am not attracted to Fanny's Big Biscuits. Yes, I, I don't know if that's a scientific proof, but I would have to agree with you on that. Fanny is certainly not my type. And uh, she looks she looks a little worse for wear since that video uh, had been filmed. So uh, on last Friday, that was when that motion was filed. Uh, Judge Scott McAtee had initially scheduled that mid-February hearing to discuss these explosive allegations of corruption uh, and misappropriation of funds, outright fraud by Fannie Willis, her her boyfriend, his partner, their their former partner. Uh, all of this stuff is going to come back to bite her in the ass. It is extremely damaging. Well, uh, the the court understands. As I stated earlier, it's the appearance of impropriety, and the appearance in this case is overwhelming. This is like when you open a drawer and you forgot about like a bag of meat in the back of your fridge. You open it and it opens up and it just smells like rotten meat. That's basically what's happening right now in Fulton County. Uh, we need to deliberate. The people of Fulton County need to deliberate. Judge Scott McAfee needs to deliberate on the improper use of funds, the scandalous affair, uh, and of course, the overall decision to get involved in this case in the way that they have. What about the Biden regime running this thing from Washington, D.C.? I don't think that you can find a spick and span area in this case that is going to come out clean at the end of the day. So Fannie Willis uh, has been subpoenaed to testify. Uh, Now, Willis getting this subpoena is really what kicked off her her force her being forced to respond. Now, this was just before she went and spoke at that church. She lied about the payments to these other lawyers. Uh, she claimed that it was all racism. Uh, that's racist. But of course, there's nothing racist about it. Nobody's talking about race, Fanny. Nobody's talking about race. So, Fanny is accusing Jocelyn Wade. Uh, 
for obstructing her criminal election interference case against former President Trump. How exactly is she obstructing the case? Because the divorce was actually kicked off by you, Fanny. You hired her husband, who you were banging, and Jocelyn Wade is just trying to do what any scorned woman in their right mind would do. Jocelyn needs for you to give a full accounting of your activities so that the judge in her divorce case can appropriately award damages uh, in the splitting of the marital assets. Now, I am not the kind of guy who says that uh, a a divorce should result in people losing everything. Uh, People should have an amicable split. But this is humiliating for Jocelyn Wade. She probably thought she had a good relationship going, but too bad she was married to a scumbag who was willing to dip his wick in uh, this nasty, nasty cup over here. So the lawyer for Fannie Willis wrote in the filing uh, that this is an attempt to harass and damage Willis's professional reputation. They claim that Jocelyn is conspiring with interested parties in the criminal. So I guess that would be Trump. She's conspiring with Trump in the criminal election interference case to use the civil discovery process to annoy, embarrass and oppress oppression, oppression. I wonder if she's going to say Jocelyn's racist, too. The attempt to question Willis is what she's saying is uh, obstructing and interfering this ongoing criminal case. I don't think that that anybody is above the law at any time. I mean, like, would it be obstruction, Fanny, if, like, you got arrested for DUI and, like, the person who pulled you over just happened to be a Trump supporter? I don't think so. Um, but her lawyer, whose name is Cinque Axum, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's C-I-N-Q-U-E. It's the first name, Cinque Axum, A-X-A-M. Uh, Andrea Hastings is the lawyer for Jocelyn Wade. She said that they want to help her resolve this divorce fairly and privately and that any response to Willis's motion is obviously going to come in the court. Uh, well, on top of all of that, if it's not bad enough, Fannie Willis is now going to be under investigation. Uh, and this is being launched by the Fulton County Board of Commissioners and Bob Ellis. Uh, he is a member of that board and he's investigating District Attorney Fannie Willis over all of the allegations we've been discussing for the last week or so. Under no circumstances should an elected official contract with or hire someone who they are in a romantic relationship with. That's my best impression of Commissioner Bob Ellis. I don't even know if he sounds like it. But adding that even in the absence of a relationship, accepting favors and extravagant gifts from such contractors should also be considered improper. So who is Bob Ellis? Well, he's the chair of the Fulton County Audit Committee. Uh, I must reasonably inquire about allegations contained in a recent court filing asserting that you misused county funds and accepted valuable gifts and personal benefits personal benefits from a contractor recipient of county funds. These allegations involve your decision to appoint Nathan Wade to serve as a special prosecutor in the matter in which former President Trump is a co-defendant. Mr. Wade is alleged to, one, lack relevant prosecutorial experience in a case of this type and complexity. Number two, have paid for your portion of multiple instances of joint leisure travel. And number three, To be in a relationship with you, a romantic relationship with you that was not disclosed to the court or to the parties in this case. 
separate from any potential inquiry by the state of Georgia, which I might add is hopefully still to come, even though the governor of Georgia, who is a tremendous coward, has already stated publicly he has no desire to investigate Fannie Willis. Maybe that's because Brian Kemp uh, would be found liable at the end of the day, because, of course, you know what they say, shit rolls downhill. Uh, Brian Kemp has some stink on him, and I, I have to believe that he doesn't want anybody looking too closely at his own little patch of grass. Uh, so, uh, the situation requires confirmation of whether county funds provided for the operation of your office and its prosecutorial function were used in an improper manner, and whether any payments of county funds to Mr. Wade were converted to your personal gain in the form of subsidized travel or gifts. Now, Ellis has required that Fannie Willis provide information to this list of requests for documents by February 2nd, and that includes any work expenses that were submitted by Wade and, of course, any payments to him. Uh, now, this is on top of everything she's got to provide for Jocelyn Wade and her lawyer. And uh, obviously, once the information is revealed on the record in the divorce case, well, Thank you to not buying it. Appreciate you. Uh, once that information is provided on the record to the lawyers for Jocelyn Wade, it very likely is going to find its way back out into the public because, of course, this is in the public interest. The public needs to know. Uh, with the allegations of this inappropriate relationship are newsworthy and the public deserves to have the answers spelled out for us. Well... Things got worse. I don't know how they could get any worse than this. But uh, we recently, earlier today, uh, had a hearing where Cobb County Superior Court Judge Henry Thompson unsealed the divorce case on Monday for Fannie Willis's alleged lover, Nathan Wade. She also appointed a special prosecutor. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, who was, of course, appointed special prosecutor in the case against Donald Trump. Andre said, as the great Chris Brown once said, these hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> I would say that uh, the former, well, the soon-to-be former wife of Nathan Wade, she, uh, she was relinquished of all requirements of loyalty when Nathan went after Fannie Willis uh, and decided to have his breakfast elsewhere. So Thompson ruled that the case should be unsealed. That means that all of that newsworthy evidence is going to find its way out into the public domain. And you better believe we're going to be reporting on it right here. He deferred on deciding whether Willis will be required to testify, however. So this temporarily blocks the deposition that was scheduled for tomorrow. But it does leave open the possibility of Fannie having to come in at a later date. Now, during the hearing, Thompson also stopped the attorneys from discussing Willis's claim uh, that requiring her to testify would interfere with an ongoing criminal prosecution. Now, she raised that bit, obviously, to squash, uh, excuse me, to quash the subpoena squash the attempts to get her to come in. But uh, Jocelyn Wade and I think that her attorney are probably going to be successful in this. I mean, how can you not have the mistress of uh, one of the def the defendant in the divorce proceedings uh, being forced to come in? I mean, that's if it was anybody else for any other reason, the mistress would need to come on in. 
So she is not seeking protection. Uh, Andrea Hastings, the attorney for Jocelyn Wade, said during Tuesday's hearing she is seeking prohibition of our ability to address facts. Once again, the motion to compel her to testify would be would allow us to prove all of these claims that are being made against her. We need to know about these trips and these cruises that she took. We need to know about the money that was used to pay for them. Money that was paid to Nathan Wade by Fannie Willis for the work he was allegedly doing on this Trump Rico indictment. We got those bank statements, so we know that Wade purchased two tickets to San Francisco in Miami in Willis's name. He also made two $1,387 and $1,284 payments for the Royal Caribbean cruise on the same day he bought the plane tickets to Miami. So he bought them in her name. He bought the cruise tickets in their name. It is uh, completely dumb to believe that anybody else except for Fannie Willis went on those flights or on that cruise. She is trying to hide under the shield of her position, the lawyer for Jocelyn Wade said. Whatever her job is. It has nothing to do with whether or not she should sit for this deposition. Don Sclater says, love the accents. Keep it up. You're getting good and it's very entertaining. Okay, that's awesome. I'm glad you like it. Number one Indiana Dead says, Nathan Wade puts the F in Fanny. Mohap. Mohap indeed. Yes, yes. All right, so I will I will try to remember to do the southern accent. I've always loved the, the foghorn leghorn. I said, I said, I said. So, the judge prevented Hastings from going any further when she started to bring up Willis's claim that pursuing the subpoena would be obstructing justice. Uh, that's why I told Mr. Axum, Willis's attorney, to stay away from that. I don't really want to hear that today. Thompson found he could not yet determine whether Willis has unique personal knowledge that would require her to testify. If you can identify a birthmark on the inside of the uh, soon-to-be-divorced husband's thigh, I would say you probably have inside knowledge, unique personal knowledge. Only after I hear what Mr. Wade has to say do I think I can make a determination. So we got to hear from Nathan Wade first. And, of course, what's he going to say? He can't lie. He's going to be under oath. He's going to say, yeah, I... I bought those tickets for me and Fanny because we were scrumping. We wanted to take a trip to uh, Miami and San Francisco and then down uh, to the uh, to the Caribbean. So, yeah, obviously, Fanny Willis is going to be coming on in. Thompson did, however, grant that motion to unseal the case. I find that the prior order, though it was by consent of parties, was not properly entered. So Fannie Willis's dirty laundry is about to be aired out pretty soon, and I cannot wait to report on it. Uh, okay, so uh, you guys, do me a favor. Zach, don't quit your day job. <laughs> well, this is my day job. So anyways... The situation at the border is largely working to undermine the efforts of the Biden regime when it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now.
to destroy the country through the invasion at the southern border. People are awake. People are seeing what happens. My friend Techmaster Q, who is the uh, the uh, creator of the Q Alerts website, uh, he has been working at the southern border for the last several weeks, and he's taken uh, a number of pieces of footage. He's done some on-the-ground reporting. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow, uh, and I'm hoping to get some, some uh, statements from him about his experience down there. But a number of different people have been down there uh, speaking with these illegals as they come across. And in this particular piece of media, an illegal alien threatened this independent journalist. Uh, and when he was asked where he was from, he said, you find out who I am very soon. That does, that sounds just a little bit ominous. I'm not familiar with this group of people, but this is first responders media. Uh, and they experienced this chilling interaction while they were interviewing a, a group of different illegals who had recently crossed into the country. So. <clears throat> Uh, Diced. Is that Diced4545? Thank you very, very much, Diced. So, this journalist has also been down there at the border, particularly uh, uh, trying to uncover the ominous nature of what's happening, how, how it concerns the safety of American citizens. Obviously, as we've stated on the channel many times, and as you believe, this is an invasion. You know, the, the excuse by the left is that these are families that are attempting to uh, escape the oppression of authoritative regimes. Uh, so, they're sneaking into a country illegally with which is ruled by an authoritarian regime. The difference here is this authoritarian regime finds those illegals to be useful, at least at this moment in time. At any point in the future, they could decide that they're no longer useful and they could round them up, putting them into the camps that already exist. So this particular situation uh, escalated pretty quickly when he asked about the country of origin. Now, let me go ahead and play the clip for you. Actually, let's uh, let's go to X here. Please, by the way, if you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Very easy. Ah, very easy. <laughs> the, the entitlement, the entitlement. Uh, no, believe me, I'm much better than that. The entitlement, guys. Wow. Please, by the way. So let me just say this. <clears throat> By the way he's talking, he sounds as if he is someone of some import. Is this guy like a, a, a globally known terrorist or something? I mean, he doesn't sound like he's from a South or Central American country. He uh, appears to be fairly well-dressed. He appears to be fairly put together. So it's reasonable to assume that he may be from a place of, of means and influence. He sounds like he's from the Middle East, and uh, his attitude uh, appears to be the attitude of someone who believes he is far more important than the person he's speaking to understands him to be. So this, I don't have the ability to run like a facial recognition He's planning on a big false flag. Yeah, exactly. I, th I think that's exactly what's happening. He is planning on doing some sort of attack here in America. And there are any number of attackers and terrorists who have come across the border. And the Biden regime simply does not care. So this is just a little bit scary. 
Now they tag POTUS, Alejandro Mayorkas. Ali? Is his name really Ali Mayorkas? Oh my god. Yes, Ali Mayorkas. What a... Oh, God. And then they tag DHS and Customs and Border Patrol. I'm sorry, First Responders Media, but nobody. These people are not going to do anything for you. Yes, and uh, these are not migrants. These are illegals. These are illegals. This was taken at No More Death Camp. This is about 12 miles east from Sasabe, Arizona. Here is a still frame of that guy... Hairline different? No, this guy, what what are they talking about? This is a still frame from the video. Let's see. I want to see if anybody has uh, identified this guy. Uh, Yoke Adir. I don't think this is him. This guy, 61 years old. <laughs> he's a doctor. He's a, he's a doctor. I don't think that doctors are going to come, and, and he's from Israel. Uh, different guy. Absolutely, that's a different guy. Uh, this guy is, uh, is, is Middle Eastern in, I would say, probably the Islamic sense. The, the, we don't have Jews coming across the southern border. They don't have to do it that way. Uh, but yeah, this is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty shocking. To just have it put in your face. Uh, just last week, the intelligence community of the United States warned of an increasing threat posed by Lebanese Hezbollah terrorist groups, suggesting that they're striking American interests in the Middle East and they may come through the southern border. But what are we talking about here? We're talking about foreign fighters. We're talking about an invading force with an ideology of hatred for the American people and for the American homeland. Soldiers of fortune, you might say. People who are attempting to obfuscate travel and escape from authoritarian regimes uh, with, you know, in fact, their true efforts, which are to destabilize and destroy the United States of America. So this is uh, this is a shocking turn of events. Uh, the people who posted this uh, suggest that in this heightened environment, there's no question we're seeing an increase in reported threats. So we've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence of their own. So I encourage you to stay vigilant because as the first line of defense and protecting our communities, you're often the first to see the signs that someone may be mobilizing to violence. And I'd also ask you to continue sharing any intelligence or observations you may have. And on our end, we've committed to do the same so that together we can safeguard our communities. Make sure you own a gun. Make sure that you have the ability to protect yourself and your family. If you live down there on that southern border, you guys probably already do. You are strapped. I'm certain of it. But if it's 2024 and you're not a gun owner, then I don't know what the hell you're planning on doing, guys, because this is uh, simply something that you cannot allow to go by. Uh, there are plenty of inexpensive handguns and even rifles that you can get at your local gun shop. They sell used stuff. You can go to the pawn shop. You need to have something. You need to be able to take care of yourself and to protect yourself and your family because you never know when some knucklehead like this is going to pop up and say, you don't know me. Well, you're going to know me very soon. Yes, 100%. These people are invaders. And I- I'm just I'm just waiting. I'm simply waiting. I feel like it's it's a foregone conclusion. The Biden regime is going to pop off a false flag using these people, and it's going to be devastating. People are undoubtedly going to lose their lives. I just don't want you to be one of them. Now, if you would have told me, 
in 2022 that Senator John Fetterman was going to be the lone voice of reason among Republicans and Democrats in the U.S. Senate, I would have said, what kind of crack are you smoking, Mr. Biden? However, that is exactly what appears to have happened. Not only has Fetterman turned out to be pretty based, but he's actually turned out to be pretty good at shining a light on the things that are actually happening in America. Now, undoubtedly, the people of Pennsylvania are being affected by this illegal alien invasion in the same way that everybody else is. But why do we not have more people speaking out in the way that John Fetterman is speaking out? He appears to have uh, virtually... Uh, uh, healed up in, in, in totality from his tragic stroke that he had while he was on the campaign trail. But here he is speaking with Jake Tapper. And, uh, I, I just, I'm just gonna go ahead and play it here. If I can get it to play. I honestly don't understand why it's controversial to say we, we need a secure border. Uh, I've been very clear. In fact, that was weaponized against me as Republicans in my race that I'm very much uh, a strong supporter of immigration. And, you know, my my wife's family, that's the Oregon story about that. Uh, And I think two things can be true at the same time. You can be very supportive of immigration, but we also need to have a secure border. And I really uh, I think about immigration is we want to provide the American dream for any uh, migrant. But it seems very difficult when you have 300,000 people showing up encountered at at our border to do that. And I think we need to to do a reset and we have to work together uh, and develop uh, a new comprehensive solution to that. Senator John Fetterman told CNN that U.S. lawmakers need to come together and secure the southern border. Fetterman's been railing against the lack of U.S. southern border security for the past couple of months, putting him at odds with his Democrat colleagues. Yeah, they absolutely do not like John Fetterman shining a light on the fact that we have an invasion taking place at the southern border. But that's exactly what is happening. And more elected officials need to be willing to actually take action on this. Immigration is one thing. An illegal invasion is another. All right, I'm not going to talk about this. I thought I was going to, but I'm not going to. We've got too much other stuff to talk about. All right, so um, Alex Soros posted this earlier on Twitter, and it appears to be a veiled threat of assassination against President Trump. Now, we, we know. We know that these people like to send secret messages. We see it all the time. Uh, this one appears to be fairly overt. So what is it? It's a bullet hole, and it's $47. Uh, lately, the elites have been saying that they expect Donald Trump to win in November. And it's been posited that they also may attempt to assassinate President Trump if that happens. Uh, and I personally believe that to be a, uh, a real possibility. Now, take a look at this. If you take a look at the dollars that are posted here, this one right here, only one of them is a silver certificate. Silver certificates. Those were for uh, back when we had the, 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 the actual sound monetary standard of linking the U.S. dollar with true stores of wealth, gold and silver. Uh, and John F. Kennedy was planning on taking us back onto the silver and gold standard. And of course, they assassinated him. But a bullet hole and $47 
clearly, in my mind, is a nod not only to the assassination of JFK, but the 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 desired assassination of President Trump, because he will be the 47th president of the United States. He is dominating in the polls. The Republican base is coalescing around him and the the elites in Davos and uh, at all of these non-governmental organizations, they're starting to freak out. They recognize that there is a unity in America, that the American people not only recognize their lies, the American people not only understand that they are evil and that they want to kill and destroy and rule over the burning embers of planet Earth, but they will do everything in their power. They will stop at nothing to make that happen. So Alexander Soros posts this. The title of the tweet says, last year, the crime and inflation crisis largely evaporated. I don't know what hell, what world are you living on, Alex Soros? So did the leading theories about what caused them. Uh, Of course, Alex Soros is the son of George Soros. He is the current chair of the Open Society Foundation. They are the largest donator to Democrats and Democrat causes and progressivism causes all around the world. Uh, here is an excerpt from that article. According to Gallup, 77% of Americans believe there was more crime in the U.S. than there was a year ago. I would say there is. Economic sentiment has begun to tick up. Really? Which economy are you using? And not in my economy, but it's still near the lowest levels on record. This may help explain Donald Trump's strength in electoral polls. So you can see here, although this article is not explicitly about Donald Trump, it is about what is making Donald Trump popular. And they're ignoring everything else. It's not just the economy, stupid. It's not just crime. It's everything. The Biden regime has essentially destroyed this country from the moment he walked in to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. A recent Wall Street Journal survey found that U.S. voters overwhelmingly believe that Trump will do a better job than Biden when it comes to the economy. Why? Because we have the benefit of hindsight. We can see that Donald Trump brought us the strongest economy in a generation. 52% to 35% believe that Donald Trump will make things better. And they also think Donald Trump will in, in, will improve the issue of inflation, 51% to 30%. And crime, 47% to 30%. I'm surprised it's not higher than that, since Donald Trump is the law and order candidate. Now, voters also seem to be yearning for a return to the normalcy of pre-pandemic times, pre Plandemic times. And President Trump is, of course, promising to bring it to them. Now, this is where it gets a little Atlantic y. The absurdity of Trump as the normalcy candidate is almost too much to bear. Well, it is for you, deep state actors working at the Atlantic, especially because the normalcy that voters are desperately craving is, in many ways, already here, and Biden helped deliver it. And again, What world are you living on and what kind of crack are you smoking, Mr. Biden? So Alex Soros posts this not too subtle tweet of a bullet hole and $47. What do you guys think? Is this a reach? Is this a reach or is this a very possibly a message to Donald Trump from the global elites that he's getting a little bit too close to the sun? I think Donald Trump has all the protection that he needs, not only the full armor of God, but also physically here on earth. He has the protection of good men and women patriots who will stop at nothing to ensure that he is able to return and that the American people are able to elect him for the third time. So 
It's been announced that Ron DeSanctimonious, as of yesterday, has officially dropped out of the presidential race for 2024. This is, of course, coming on the eve of New Hampshire, which will be tomorrow. And President Trump has announced as a result that Ron DeSanctimonious, as a nickname, is officially going to be retired. Now, Ron, of course smells the the uh the the odor in the air of loss he knows how to read the room and he also understands that president trump is the man for the job so he has officially endorsed president trump it was pretty funny on twitter yesterday watching the desantards completely freak out about how they've been saying for months that they will never support donald trump no matter what Now that the guy who's been paying their paychecks has decided to drop out and that campaign slush fund is going to be withering away as well, some of them are talking about unity. Some of them are still saying that they will never support Donald Trump. Uh, Either way, I feel it's a desperate grasp at cope. And of course, everybody has the right to cope. And I also think that we should welcome DeSantis voters back into the base because we need as many people to vote for Donald Trump as possible. Doesn't mean you need to go to lunch with them. Doesn't mean that you guys need to be friends. Uh, I, I would sincerely hope that everybody could unite under the banner of President Trump once again coming back to make America great again. Uh, but some of those people were just really nasty. And I realize a lot of them were being paid to be that nasty. Uh, but uh, hopefully they're going to go ahead and have that come to Jesus moment and recognize that Donald Trump is the only candidate they should go ahead and be supporting. So President Trump announced this at his rally in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, the name Ron DeSanctimonious, and it has stuck ever since November of 2022. We got a good well, we almost got we we had just just over a year uh, of the name Ron DeSanctimonious, and uh, I think that it really served him well in showing just uh, you know how how bad a candidate Ron DeSantis was. But you know, in the same way that I'm calling for unity, just we got to come together, we got to vote together. These people are still Americans. I don't think that anybody punched their you know get out of America card when they supported Ron DeSantis instead of President Trump. You may disagree with me, but I am all about the people of this nation coming together. I've said for years that as Americans, we need to galvanize around the idea of fixing the problems in this country. I believe that Donald Trump is the candidate to help usher that that, that America that I want to see in. Other people may not agree with that. But once Donald Trump is back in the office of the presidency officially, well, then uh, then we need to be on the same page. And the vote and the people who were supporting Ron DeSantis, they they need to get on that page as well. Uh, Bill Mitchell, my God, he was the biggest DeSantis shill. And wouldn't you know it, he said he was going to leave Twitter if Donald Trump became the nominee, if Ron DeSantis wasn't the nominee. Well, of course, Ron DeSantis has dropped out and thrown his weight behind Donald Trump maybe 5% of the vote or something like that. And, of course, Bill Mitchell is not leaving Twitter. I get so tired of people grandstanding on Twitter, people stealing content, people just uh, essentially doing whatever they can to further their own agenda. You know, I, I have one agenda, making America great again and vindicating President Trump. And I suppose my other second agenda is to expose the crimes of the elites and the mainstream media. That's what I'm doing here. All right. I'm not going to come in. I'm not going to rip off somebody's post on Twitter 
or use some sort of outrage bait to make you guys click or share or any of that garbage, okay? We're talking about the truth. The truth is immutable, okay? There is only one truth. America is on the decline, and it is on the decline because of the efforts of the deep state globalists of the New World Order. The same people who want to destroy Donald Trump want to destroy you. We need to expose them. And as many people as we can get on board to wake up and recognize that these people want you dead. They want to destroy you. They want to stop you from breathing. As many people as we can awaken as possible. We need every single one of those people here. Now, President Trump is, uh, he has always, I think, I, I said this a long time ago. I, I never believed that Ron DeSantis was a true contender for Donald Trump. The mainstream media and the globalist elites of the New World Order, they desired a candidate that could potentially rival Donald Trump. Uh, what did people like about Donald Trump? Well, he was he was brash. Uh, he was honest. He was America first. He wanted to make America great again. So what did they do? They found Trump light. In Ron DeSantis. I don't know that Ron DeSantis ever believed he had a chance against Donald Trump. But from the very beginning, I said, let Ron DeSantis run. Okay, because what's that going to do? That's going to take the attention of those global elites. They're going to pour as much money into him as possible. And he's not going to win. He's not going to beat Donald Trump, and then he's going to drop out, and then everybody who was supporting Ron DeSantis is now going to support Donald Trump because the things they liked about Ron DeSantis were already present in Donald Trump. So I think that this was a shell game from the very beginning. Now, whether Ron was in on it or not, I, I don't know. I, I hope that maybe that's the case because Donald Trump and the people who allegedly are challenging him have always seemed to uh, existed in in this very complicated network that the American public are not always necessarily necessarily let in on. You know, Donald Trump calls people names. He makes fun of them. Uh, he, he definitely knows how to work a crowd and how to how to work the microphone. But as soon as it's over, Ron DeSantis said, hey, you got to support Donald Trump. I'm not running for president. All of that money that the elites put into Ron DeSantis didn't go to somebody else. It didn't go to Nikki Haley, somebody who I think probably really does not like Donald Trump and wants to run against him. It didn't go into any of the Democrat candidates because they know the Democrats can't win. They know that there is no hope in the modern DNC, that their agenda is simply uh, not going to fly. The best thing they could hope for would be to elect a rhino who pretends to be like Donald Trump, who then immediately after getting into office casts off any any, uh, any possible illusions uh, of being anything other than a uh, Republican in name only. So they put their they they backed Ron DeSantis. It did not work out. That means that they couldn't back anybody else who could potentially have given Donald Trump a run for his money. So now Donald Trump is the only candidate. There is no Democrat candidate, and it's too late to get behind anybody else. So Ron DeSantis and his wife Casey uh, were praised by President Trump after Ron backed out. Uh, and he said that Ron DeSantis, uh, who recently suspended his campaign, uh, is basically a good guy. Before we begin, I'd like to take the time to congratulate Ron DeSantis and, of course, a really terrific person who had gotten to know who had gotten to know his wife for having run a great campaign 
for president. He did. He ran a really good campaign. I will tell you, it's not easy. They think it's going, they think it's easy doing this stuff, right? Well, it's not easy. Uh, But as you know, he left the campaign trail today at 3 p.m. And in doing so, he was very gracious and he endorsed me. So I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, And then, of course, he said, we got to get together and defeat crooked Joe Biden. Now, one of the reasons that I, I think it's it's likely that this was a a, a pre-scheduled narrative, a, a a script, if you will, that perhaps Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis knew was going to take place is because as soon as Ron dropped out in the same announcement, he said, we got to support Donald Trump. He didn't waffle. He didn't go after Nikki Haley. If he truly didn't like Donald Trump, he would have thrown his weight behind Nikki Haley. And uh, and that would have been it. Uh, instead of giving his 5 to 20% to Donald Trump, that percentage would have gone and supported Nikki Haley. But it didn't. So we got to get past all the BS. Who is the enemy? The enemy is the deep state globalists in the new world order. The enemy is the Biden regime. The enemy is the people who want to destroy America. Uh, and yes, we definitely have some enemies in the Republican Party in the form of rhinos. But the real enemy is out there. And uh, I think that we can deal with the Republican establishment after we regain control of the government. And Donald Trump is going to help us do that. So now the question is, who will Trump's vice presidential pick be? We have speculated on this for a long time. One of my first choices was General Michael Flynn. I have come to believe through my conversations with people who have some knowledge of what President Trump's plans are, uh, that General Flynn will have a place in his administration. Uh, however, it's not going to be in the office of the vice president. Michael Flynn, I think, could be far more effective in another position like, say, at the FBI or perhaps at uh, in some other in branch of the intelligence agency or maybe even as secretary of defense. I think that any of those positions would be exactly right up his uh, his alley. However, Christopher Miller, I think he's coming back to be sec def. But Sarah Huckabee Sanders has uh, often been uh, bandied about as a potential vice presidential pick. But now she's spoken and she looks great. Can I just say that Sarah Huckabee, she looks like she's taking care of herself. She's working out. Uh, she's certainly lost weight. Obviously, uh, working in a high stress job like this, you're up on your feet all your time. Uh, you're you're moving around a lot. You're traveling uh, and you're meeting a lot of people. So maybe that's it. Or maybe she's on Ozempic. I don't know. But she was asked about whether or not this rumor is something that we can place any any credence in. But uh, she appeared on Face the Nation over the weekend and she said, look, I absolutely love the job that I have. I think it's one of the best jobs I could ever ask for. And I'm honored to serve as governor and I hope to get to do it for the next seven years. I believe she will. She will be reelected. She will have a full two terms as governor. And that's what the people of Arkansas deserve. Can we be honest here? Nothing annoys me more than politicians who get elected to one one role and then end up immediately announcing their candidacy for another role. They're always thinking about the next job. You know, do your job that you were elected for. That's one of the reasons it was so annoying that Ron DeSantis announced that he was going to run for president. He was just elected to his second term as governor. You've got you've got some time, Ron. You can go ahead and redeem yourself in the eyes of the people. 
Sarah Huckabee Sanders is not going to leave Arkansas because that's where she's needed. We need America first from sea to shining sea. 50 different sovereign states within this nation that we need to take back. It's not just this monolithic idea of the United States of America. Each one of those states has got to be taken back to its very core, to the roots of what our nation was intended to be, because only then are we going to be able to take back the entirety of this country. She has obviously been a big supporter, long, loyal supporter of President Trump. So it's one of the reasons that her name has been has been thrown out there. Plus, she's a woman. People are thinking about, uh, you know, the the even though they may not admit it, you know, there's always that DEI component. You know, oh, President Trump should choose a woman. Oh, President Trump should choose a moderate. Oh, President Trump should choose a person of color. I don't think any of those things should have any basis in what that decision is. Uh, I think that it should be the best person for the job, <clears throat> regardless of the color of their skin, regardless of the uh, what's between their legs, regardless of uh, any other possible consideration. Do they have what it takes to step in as president? Will they continue to make America great again? Will they support President Trump in every endeavor, in the entirety of the America First agenda? And I believe we might know who that is. So, President Trump also stated outright that Nikki Haley is not going to be his choice for vice president. Now, I also want to say the rumor that Haley could be in contention, that was fake news from the very beginning. Who was saying that Nikki Haley should be his pick? That was the rhinos. That was the Republican establishment. That was the mainstream media. They wanted Nikki Haley to be standing at President Trump's side so that when they do or when they possibly attempt to take him out of the picture, Nikki Haley would be poised to step right in and implement the globalist New World Order deep state agenda. Well, President Trump is too smart to allow that to happen. And he said, Nikki Haley, no way. Let's take a listen. The food. Is not presidential timber. Now, when I say that, that probably means that she's not going to be chosen as a vice president. You You know, you can go. No, you can go. You can go and you can say certain things, you know, I don't like them and blah, 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 and this. But when you say certain things, it sort of takes them out of play, right? I can't say she's not of the timber to be if I, and then say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to announce that I've picked. Do you understand? But that's the way it is. Okay. Tell it like it is. Tell it like it is. So in no uncertain terms. Nikki Haley is not presidential material. She will not be on the short list. And allegedly, President Trump has already chosen his pick. Now, going into New Hampshire tomorrow, President Trump is topping 60 percent in new polls now that DeSantis is out and he has endorsed him. Uh, this was a poll taken by Insider Advantage, and it was taken right after Ron DeSantis dropped out. This puts President Trump at 62 percent among New Hampshire voters. Nikki Haley is looking at 35 percent because she's the only other choice. Now, it's been reported about 3,500 Democrats have switched to undeclared 
declared before the October 6th, 2023 deadline, which makes them eligible to vote in the New Hampshire GOP primary. So with this thinning of the Republican field, we lost Ron DeSantis. We lost Vivek Ramaswamy. We lost Senator Tim Scott, North Dakota Governor Doug Burgram, who also said he's not going to run for a second term as governor. Now it's just Nikki Haley and President Trump. That road to the White House has gotten a lot clearer. With these undeclared voters, despite the fact that they're going to be voting against President Trump and for Nikki Haley just because they don't like him, it is not going to have a lasting impact. This poll is showing the true numbers that we're going to see, and it may be even better than what they're saying. Now, who will be President Trump's pick for vice presidential running mate? Well, Sebastian Gorka dropped a couple of unique little tidbits. Let's go ahead and take a listen to what he had to say. You know, he's chosen his his president, it is. Do you know what it is? Yes, I do. It's not Vivek. I do too. It's nobody that anybody's discussing. It is a superb choice. Has nothing to do with identity politics. He's a patriot. He's a good guy. And also, he would be the first vice president who would really bring something to the table who could be given stuff to do on behalf of the president. I'm not talking about, you know, Dick Cheney, who actually ran things while, you know, his boss was buying a new pair of cowboy boots. I'm talking about a vice president who actually implements stuff for the boss. He, um, We've been texting every day, and I want him to announce on my show. But You're saying it's a he. You can confirm yes, it's a male. I, I, I let that slip earlier, so it is a he. It is okay. a he. It is a he. I'll, I'll talk okay, to you. Well, in, then I'll tell you who I thought it was. I'll talk to you in the break. Stand by. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is... All right. So there was another little hint that he dropped that wasn't actually in that clip right there. And we'll talk about that in a moment. Now, these are some of the names that have been suggested. Vivek Ramaswamy, you've seen a big push for that recently because he appeared on stage. He dropped out. He threw his support behind him. Representative Elise Stefanik, well, she's a woman. Gorka says it's undoubtedly going to be a man. Christy Nome, I heard Christy Nome had an affair with uh, Corey Lewandowski, uh, which broke up her marriage. And President Trump knows about that. So he is not okay with her being vice president because he doesn't respect cheaters. Uh, also, Senator Tim Scott. Not, you know, I feel like he's just a little bit too vanilla. He's just like a, a basic politician. Byron Donalds, he's a boss. Okay, I like Byron Donalds, but he is young. He's green. He's fresh behind the ears. So maybe he is a, a better choice after he matures politically in the future. Mike Pompeo, no, I, I would say no on that. Mike Pompeo running the Secretary of State and the CIA. You know, he, he uh, largely is responsible for the treatment of Julian Assange uh, since uh, his whole uh, capture and persecution. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I, I do not think that Marjorie Taylor Greene is ready for prime time. And, you know, again, speaking about infidelity, she's got her own problems. Carrie Lake, I think the people of Arizona need her. Mike Flynn, as I said earlier, I think he's got more important fish to fry. Tucker Carlson, I would actually support Tucker Carlson. I think he's cool, but... Uh, he 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 could maybe be more effective out on the outside, continuing to run his program. 
Ben Carson, uh, one of the most intelligent people in American politics. Uh, ben Carson uh, could easily, however, take on a, a very important cabinet-level position, and I would certainly appreciate that. Nikki Haley, she's an imposter, a rhino. We don't need Nikki Haley. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, again, she's a woman, and the people of Arkansas, Arkansas need her. And Governor Ron DeSantis, I think that that is a, uh, a no-go right there. So, Not somebody who has been put out there on the list. Now, Sebastian Gorka had apparently also said that uh, in a a separate incident that this is a male former New York politician uh, who is currently campaigning with Trump. Well, that narrows the field quite a bit. And from my perspective, that puts Lee Zeldin uh, on the shortlist. It could only be Lee Zeldin. You know what else is special about Lee Zeldin? Lee Zeldin was one of the only people in Congress who supported President Trump and who tried to blow the whistle on the stolen election of 2020. Gorka's talking about Lee Zeldin implementing stuff for the boss. Well, how about we implement a complete overhaul of the American election system, getting rid of electronic voting machines and ensuring safety and security exists? One person, one vote. Uh, with the sort of uh, safeguards that are necessary. I think Lee Zeldin, honestly, is the only person. Uh, and uh, Rolling Stone uh, is claiming that Lee Zeldin has not been picked. I'm sorry, Roger Stone, not Rolling Stone. Uh, he refuted these claims. He said that Lee Zeldin has not been picked as Trump's VP. Anyone who says otherwise has no idea what he's talking about. Well, uh, Roger, I, I, I respect you, but I don't know who else in the state of New York that has campaigned with President Trump could be a legitimate choice. Uh, Rudy, uh, I, I don't think that it would be Rudy, to be honest with you, uh, because he's not a politician. Rudy is, is a lawyer. Um, so uh, let's see. Eric Bowling was on Newsmax. He said, look, uh, I, no, I'm sorry. Gorka said, look, I like Vivek. I've had him on many times on my radio show. I told him a year ago, you should be president, but you can't beat Trump. You'd have a great place in the second Trump administration. I think that Vivek will have a place in Trump's second administration. Uh, he could be the new Jared Kushner because uh, he's a business guy. I know who the next vice president's going to be, but I can't reveal my sources, but it's not Vivek. I'm going to say, well, the source is the source. It's going to be a guy. It's going to be somebody that nobody's talking about, an amazing patriot that would actually be a real Veep who can get stuff done. So that's all I'm allowed to say. Hopefully it will be announced officially by the boss. So all we can say is that we're waiting on President Trump to announce. Now, if they had said it was a uh, someone who's campaigning that is perhaps a resident of Massachusetts, uh, well, you know, that might be a Trump-Kennedy ticket. Kennedy-Trump ticket has been something people have been talking about for quite some time. I, I floated it very early on just as a speculative thought exercise because, uh, you know, talk about a unity ticket. That would bring together two disparate portions of the American political system, but People who, although they may disagree ideologically on a number of things, they want the exact same thing. I think, however, that RFK Jr. could do really well in a Trump administration if he, again, held some sort of high-level position. Maybe he could be uh, something at the uh, Department of Justice. Uh, or maybe RFK Jr. could take on a role at the Central Intelligence Agency to expose and blow the lid off of the assassinations of his father and his uncle. However, in a recent poll that was done, a Kennedy, a Trump Kennedy ticket shows that 
that they would take 60 percent of the vote and they would nearly double Joe Biden's totals. So if we go back to the election of Abraham Lincoln, 1864, during the height of the American Civil War, President Lincoln was paired with a Democrat, Andrew Johnson. It was selected by the National Unity Party to run with him in that upcoming presidential election. Now, at the time, Lincoln was convinced he was going to lose re-election. He told the White House visitor, I'm going to be beaten, and unless some great change takes place, I'm going to be badly beaten. Well, the Democrats chose George B. McClellan, somebody you likely don't even remember, Lincoln's notoriously cautious former general-in-chief of the Army, who had been fired after failing to pursue the retreating Confederates from Antietam in 1862. So shortly thereafter, General William T. Sherman captured Atlanta, and this was followed by a major Union victory in Virginia's Shenandoah Valley. Suddenly, the Confederates were on the ropes. Well, Lincoln went on to win the presidency and the Civil War against the South. It was a pivotal point in American history. But today, America is at another crossroads. We've got Marxists who are attempting to do a total takeover of not only the government, but the mainstream media, business, our education system, Hollywood, every aspect of the government, certainly the Department of Justice, virtually every federal agency out there. And Joe Biden and his regime have destroyed the economy. They've destroyed the morale of the American people. They've destroyed the fabric of American society. They've destroyed the border. They've opened it up against an invasion of uh, unyielding illegal aliens. And they have worked to destabilize America from its position at the top of that global order. They want to destroy President Trump with lawfare. They want to destroy you with the same type of lawfare. So a recent poll that was done by Real Clear Politics has confirmed that a Trump-Kennedy ticket would win over 60% of the vote. Joe Biden would be a distant second and would suffer the historic loss he deserves. Now, I'm not saying that a Trump-Kennedy ticket is the only way to get President Trump elected or even the best way to get Trump elected. I don't think it's the, the right thing to do, but I don't believe it's going to be done. However, I thought it was newsworthy and it was something to talk about. Again, I think that people are not voting for the vice president. People are voting for Donald Trump because they recognize what he represents and the power inherent in his no-bullshit policies. President Trump wants to make America great again. I trust that his choice as vice president will also work to make America great again. But I'm not going to bother worrying about casting my ballot for President Trump based upon who he chooses to stand at his side as he enters the second term of his brilliant and vital American presidency. I don't think that many people at all are going to worry about who President Trump chooses as VP unless it's a historically awful choice. But again, President Trump is far too intelligent to find himself in a position that could jeopardize everything we have in the wings at this moment. Now, it also came to my attention earlier today that the Supreme Court of the United States, I meant to mention this earlier, but the Supreme Court of the United States 
has just authorized the Biden regime to remove the Texas border wire. Now, as I was stating last week, we're in this unique position where a state is challenging the authority of the federal government, largely because they have abdicated their protections of that state and their oath to uphold the Constitution. So why did they do this? Well, they have granted the Biden regime's request to allow the Border Patrol to remove the razor wire put in place by Texas authorities. This was a split vote, five to four. This was a vacation of an injunction that was put in place by the Fifth Circuit Court to block the patrol from cutting the wire that was installed by the state of Texas. Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, Neil Gorsuch, and Brett Kavanaugh would have left the injunction in place. That means that Amy Coney Barrett, sided with the liberals. So the Department of Homeland Security was asking uh, that the justices allow this emergency application to cut the border wire because, listen to this, this is so ridiculous. Because they say it prevents the agents from accessing the very border that they're charged with patrolling and that the individuals uh, are charged with apprehending and inspecting. The, the the border agents are not doing anything on the border except allowing in an illegal invading army to cross over it. I think that we could see a standoff here in a much deeper way, because if the state of Texas wants to remain at that border and to keep that razor wire up and tell the Biden regime to go uh, fly a kite, well, this could be a much deeper and, and, and larger chasm than what we've witnessed thus far. So while the application was pending, this is when the Texas Department of Public Safety took control of Shelby Park at Eagle Pass. Uh, prompting the administration to file this emergency order in the first place. Now, Texas Solicitor General Aaron Nielsen argued in a response that the administration lacked on the ground of standing for this situation, noting that the crossings slowed down after the federal government withdrew. Once Texas took over, people realized they couldn't just walk over the border anymore and they stopped coming. This case began when the federal Border Patrol agents began cutting wire fences that, among other uses, helped channel individuals unlawful migrants and U.S. citizens alike to a lawful border crossing at a port of entry. Border Patrol began this practice of destroying Texas's property, according to the district court's findings, in order to facilitate the surge of illegal aliens into Eagle Pass, using boats to literally usher people across illegally. Now, the Biden regime uh, states something that is in complete opposition to reality. They say the Texas authorities were preventing Border Patrol from providing emergency assistance to drowning migrants. Obviously, those people were going to drown regardless, and the Border Patrol wasn't even there to save them in the first place. We we have no responsibility to save people who enter into a potentially life-threatening situation because they want to break the law to get here. I am sorry, but if somebody is illegally crossing that U.S. border, it should be deadly. There should be deadly consequences for someone willing to break the law in that way. Penny Whitbrot says, Nurse Penny here. Zach, I think the most obvious place for RFK Jr. is over the FDA with all his vaccine and COVID work. I think RFK would actually accept that appointment, too. I think you are absolutely right. Good choice, Penny. Make sure you guys are following Nurse Penny if you're not already. She can be found on Rumble. 
So this, uh, I believe, stands to be an even larger standoff than what we've seen so far. We have yet to see how the Texas authorities are going to respond to this. Uh, But I'd like to end with this right here, because there was a bombshell update to the ongoing case that Garland Favorito and his organization has brought in Georgia. Um, there was a, a a demonstration in court uh, where J. Alex Haldeman, who was the author of the Haldeman report, uh, literally hacked a Dominion voting machine machine with a pen in court right in front of the judge. So back when Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger was telling the people of Georgia that elections in Georgia were safe and secure, hiding the Haldeman report from the people of the state of Georgia, everyone knew exactly what was going on. If they wanted to hide it, there had to be a very good reason for it. And just to refresh your memory... J. Alex Haldeman was a University of Michigan professor of professor of computer science and engineering. He's also a security researcher and assistant professor at Auburn University. Drew Signal. They collaborated on this report. This is where they discovered that there were many exploitable vulnerabilities in Dominion Voting Systems ImageCast X system. So. Amy Totenberg sealed and covered up the evidence of the investigation uh, until the report was released very recently. And the report confirmed that votes can be altered in Dominion machines. In fact, it revealed that Dominion software is vulnerable and can be hacked. Following its release, Voter Georgia, the organization from Garland Favorito, joined Steve Bannon on the War Room to discuss the findings from this report. We also have a copy of the report. Uh, but after the release, Haldeman tweeted that Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger would not install Dominion security patches before the 2024 election. Why not? It's a security patch. That's what it's there for. On Friday, in a federal court in Atlanta, Georgia, Haldeman was able to hack into a Dominion voting machine to change the tabulation in front of U.S. District Judge Amy Totenberg right there in the courtroom. All he used was a pen. Uh, this is part of a long-running lawsuit that election integrity activists have brought, and it's been set as a bench trial. The plaintiffs seek to remove what they say are insecure voting machines in Georgia in favor of secure paper ballots. I don't know how you can see this as anything other than an effort to ensure that elections can be stolen, especially when you're using Dominion voting machines. They are by their very nature insecure. They cannot be secured. They are not up to the very stringent standards that have been set in place uh, through a variety of different methods by the federal government. But. Uh, this is now being reported uh, in the state of Georgia and across the country. That cannot be overstated in terms of its importance. Uh, let's see. So. There was uh, a reporter who called in to the – hang on just a second. I want to see. I thought there was a, a clip here. Well, there's not a clip. Uh, essentially, they uh, a local reporter uh, described what they saw in the courtroom, and it's exactly what it sounds like. J. Alex Haldeman, this gentleman right here standing in front of one electronic voting device, was able to change the votes using a pen. That, to me, is one of the most insane things I've ever heard. How can anyone with two brain cells and two pennies to rub together take a look at something like that 
and look us in the eyes and continue to lie to us and tell us that our elections are safe and secure. They are anything but. There is nothing safe. There is nothing secure. There is nothing fair. There is nothing that we can even use to pretend that our elections are safe and secure. And I'm hoping that this has a an impact before we get to 2024. But only time will tell. All right, you guys. Um, so thank you very much to everyone who is watching on Rumble. 4,935 people and uh, 740 likes. If you guys wouldn't mind, please Hit the like button if you're watching this after hours. Please hit the like button if you're watching on uh, Rumble. You can, excuse me, if you're watching on Roku, you can now hit the like button through your Roku app. Let me pull up the thank yous from our friends over at Pilled.net. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Esther G13 says, love you, Zach. We love you too, Esther. Mighty Patriot, thank you for the 1,006 gold pills. Boise Blanc, thank you for the cookie. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Netfolks1, thank you for the can. PQuest, thank you for the cookie. Raisin Cane, good to see you, homie. Drops a cookie as well. Who cares? Says, high five, Zach. I think the SCOTUS decision on Texas was based on previous SCOTUS on immigration through 1-9. And I don't think that there's anything else. Yes, I'm certain that it was based on previous court precedents. That doesn't mean that I agree with it or that I think that it is uh, the correct judgment. I think that the fact that it was a split decision with four of the justices clearly understanding what's at stake here, uh, I, I think that there is uh, an argument to be made that Amy Coney Barrett uh, chose poorly. She chose incorrectly. And uh, I'm I'm also wondering, you know, what happens if uh, if if a if, if a decision is made in court? What happens if the if the state makes a decision to not? adhere to that to, to that that ruling uh what if they say you know what screw it we're going to keep protecting our border because the alternative is uh, the continued entrance of millions of illegal military-aged men who can at any time uh, attack our, our our women and children attack our infrastructure uh, attack once more the very foundations of american republic that hold us together we simply cannot allow that to happen uh, let me see. Uh, Porpoiseful, thank you very much for the cookie. Esther J says, Red Pill 78. Lisa wants you to check your texts before the end of the show. Sorry, guys. I was having such a good time. Uh, oh, my God. Ivan's in the hospital. After the ambulance. Oh, my God. He was in a car. Oh, no. Ivan. Or Hold on. Hold on. Let me see what happened here. It says, after the ambulance extracted me from the snow, all I wanted was some ibuprofen to dampen the pain, and the paramedic gave me a near-fatal dose of ketamine, where nearly all of my bodily functions began to shut down to include breathing, something known as a near-death experience. Oh my god, he had an NDE! Surviving the NDE, I got an x-ray and waited for surgery for a triple break of my leg. I'm ready to quickly recover and bring even more pain to the deep state target list. I just need Elon Musk to join me. Oh my God! Five percent pleasure. Fifty percent pain. One hundred percent reason to remember the name. It's probably way more than fifty percent pain, though. Clean break. Totally destroyed everything from my knee to the ankle. Oh my God! Oh yeah. So now it's time to wait for the surgery. Oh my God. Okay, so 
ketamine is nothing to 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 joke about. Okay. Um, now I have to be honest. The fact that they gave him too much ketamine is relatively well tolerated, but there are specific doses based upon your body weight and mass. The fact that they gave him too much, that makes me feel like there is a distinct possibility that they were hoping to um, to kill him. I mean, so what happened? I, I, I'm going to call Ivan right after this. Hopefully he's out of surgery. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how it happened. He doesn't specify how the accident happened. It makes me think that maybe he got into a car accident, uh, but... I don't know. He doesn't mention his Tesla, but he mentions Elon Musk. That's why I'm suggesting it. Okay, so you guys pray for Ivan. Pray for his safe recovery. I will get in touch with him today, and I will let you know uh, whatever information I can gather. Um, thank you, Esther, and thank you, Lisa. Rise Attire, what's up, homie? He says, RP, isn't that image a thumbnail from an article he shared? Who wrote the article? You think they're connected? Uh, the article was written by The Atlantic. And yes, the thumbnail came from the article, but I don't think that there is a coincidence involved there. The Atlantic is certainly staffed by never Trumpers. Uh, they are a deep state rag, 100%. The image itself has been around for a, a while. It was like a stock image. But again, just because the image has, has, has been around for a long time doesn't mean that the Atlantic didn't choose it very, very intentionally. Uh, Patriot Donnie dropped a ship. Thanks, bro. He says, I think Meatball and Trump were working together to expose the never Trumpers. I agree. I agree. That was something I posited a long time ago. Tomcat, good to see you, buddy. He says, awesome show, Zach. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Netfolks1, thank you for the cookie. Nikki the Greek, thank you for the cookie. Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. And Liberty Bells says, uh, not too sure about ACB. God bless you. ACB. Who's You guys, who's ACB? I'm, I'm not always good with the, um, uh, the acronyms. Amy Coney Barrett. There we go. Yeah, I'm not sure about Amy Coney Barrett either. Uh, this is not the first time that I have disagreed with her decision-making on the high court. So, yeah, uh, friggin' smells to high heaven, even the car wreck, then paramedic sack. Yeah, I, I, again, I don't know that it was a car wreck. I was assuming it might have been a car wreck because I know he drives a Tesla and, uh, you know, there's problems with them. Uh, I will find out exactly what happened to Ivan and I'll let you guys know. All right. Let me go ahead and pass out these gold pills and uh, make sure you join me tonight at 1030 p.m. Eastern for another episode of Baseless Conspiracies with my friend John Harold over there on Badlands Media. You can catch that on pilled.net. You can also catch it on Rumble. And uh, I know that we're on a number of other platforms as well. But those two are the ones. So. Uh, otherwise, if I don't see you tonight, I'll see you tomorrow at 5 p.m. right here for another episode of Red Pill News Live. Until that time, good luck and God bless. We'll see you then.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.